Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the first campaign of Manifest Actual Play. Unfortunately, due to a rendering issue, episode 12 was lost after it aired on Twitch. So, I wanted to catch y'all up on some of the things that happened in episode 12 that won't fully be explored in my recap at the beginning of episode 13. Number 1. During the journey east, the drifters rolled shoot the shit. As a result, Kinsey and Pax got in a fight after Kinsey accidentally implied that Pax was too dumb to come up with plans like Roland does. The resulting argument ended with both Pax and Kinsey storming off in opposite directions. Pax went into a nearby forest, and Kinsey went into a nearby field of tall grass. Roland was left behind on the road with the truck. Roland decided to go find Pax to start mending this situation, and meanwhile, Kinsey stumbled into none other than Samuel Hofstetter, the survivalist and wrangler of the Dead Man's Gang, as well as his fearsome mount, the Ache, named Speedy. Despite all odds, Kinsey managed to convince Hofstetter that they were still on the same side, and that the rest of the Dead Man's Gang had perished at the hands of the family in Lily Ridge. Number two, Samuel Hofstetter revealed to the Drifters that he was currently on the trail of Marshal Leonard Yen, who had recently managed to escape captivity, presumably with the assistance of the lockpicks Pax gave him. The Drifters agreed to assist Hofstetter in tracking down and recapturing Marshal Yen, and all of them headed north into the mountains. Their destination? A small town called Hill Rock. Number three. Along the Marshal's trail, they found the bodies of a few bandits that seemed to have died by the hand of the fleeing Marshal. These relatively fresh corpses had attracted some beasts called Balltail Cats, which were quickly dispatched by the Drifters. The seemingly injured Marshal left a pretty clear trail from this point that led into a nearby cave. The session ended with the Drifters and Hofstetter standing outside that cave. And with those three things clarified, you have a pretty good sense of what happened in episode 12. So sit back and enjoy episode 13. Kinsey, Roland, and Pax uh, have been uh, working within the Dead Man's Gang, a, a cutthroat gang of murderous people uh, who they don't want to be affiliated with, but they don't feel safe uh, walking away from. Um, so they've been trying to destabilize the Dead Man's Gang from the inside so that they can make an escape. Um, the Dead Man's Gang is after a mysterious lockbox, and the only two people who know where that lockbox is, is Roland and Pax. Right? Kinsey doesn't know where it is, but you guys at least told him that, that it exists, and you're counting on him to be able to find his way to it, because you guys don't know how to, how to do survival stuff. It's north somewhere? <laughs> that very helpful, yeah, it's perfect. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, throughout their misadventures, um, they managed to kill a couple of uh, the members of the Dead Man's Gang, um, and kind of sideline a couple more, um, and, uh, they've, they've whittled it down, um, uh, 
so that they are kind of in a position to maybe uh, uh, make some dramatic moves here. Uh, but time is running out. Um, the uh, One of the things that has been staying the hand of these three characters is the fact that the Dead Man's Gang has had a captive this entire time, Marshal Leonard Yen. Uh, who was the marshal who, um, in desperation, entrusted Roland and Pax with the safekeeping of the lockbox. Um, way back in, like, episode, like, two or three, Pax gave uh, Marshal Yen some lockpicks. Um, and uh, it seems that uh, Leonard Yen uh, waited and, and uh, you know, uh, just like sat idle and continued to like endure torture until the dead man's gang had spread itself out so thin uh, that um, he could make an escape. And on their way back to the dead man's gang's camp, uh, getting ready to spin a tale of what happened to all the other members, um, Roland Kinsey and Pax uh, came across Samuel Hofstetter, um, the dead man's gang, dead man gang's wrangler. Uh, Hofstetter is, uh, has been tracking the escaped marshal uh, and quickly roped uh, these three drifters in to assist him. Uh, they tracked him up into uh, the mountains and had to fight some ball tail cats that were, uh, uh, that were on the path. And now uh, the, the last episode we left off with uh, the three of you... Um, alongside Samuel Hofstetter and his Ache Speedy um, at, outside the mouth of a cave where um, it appears that Marshal Leonard Yen has um, gone to basically lick his wounds. It seems he's been bleeding. He had a fight with some bandits down the road. Their corpses were what drew the ball-tailed cats that you had to fight. Um, so, uh, but Speedy's got a good, a good nose and, uh, is, uh, giving, uh, Hofstetter all the signals that indicate that Marshal Yen is inside that cave. Um, so, uh, Hofstetter, you know, is standing a little in front of you guys, uh, inching forward with, with Speedy and he goes, all right, check your fire as we go in. I'd like to take him alive if we can. Sure. <clears throat> after after you. Uh, he walks in. The three of you follow. Yes. I. I mean. I don't know what else we do. Fair. Um. So, uh, the three of you uh walk in behind Hofstetter and Speedy, and um. This, this cave doesn't seem like it goes incredibly deep. Um, it doesn't have, like, uh, it doesn't become, like, large and cavernous as you walk in. It kind of seems to narrow down. It's very dark down, down a ways. You can't say for certain how far it goes, but at least this cave mouth is not an incredibly large area with a lot of places for someone to hide. So it's likely that if the marshal is here, um, he is, like, straight ahead down, like, the, the like, shadowy uh, tunnel ahead of you. Um, and, uh, Hofstetter walks out to about where the edge of, uh, the, the kind of setting sun behind, um, uh, reaches in the cave, like right on the edge of the shadow. And, uh, he's, you know, sits there for a second, kind of like trying to spot something in the dark. 
And then he shouts out, Marshal Yan! We know you're in there. How's about you come out with your hands up and I'll see about patching up your hurt. It was a good run, Marshal, but your luck's run out. Let's get you back to camp. And uh, there's no response. And he goes, uh, I'll, I'll call out afterwards and say, Marshal, your best chance of surviving is to just come out and we, we, we'd rather you come out alive than uh, Samuel here have to go in there and shoot you to death. Uh, you can roll manipulate. We'll put you at a minus five. Uh, you're up against a six. Well, my high is a five. Ah! <laughs> uh, there's still no response. Kinsey's, it would my survival could have a flashlight? Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to just shine the light into the, the shadowy area and see if there's any evidence that the cave goes deeper. Perhaps it doesn't even hear us. Uh, it does look like it goes a bit deeper. Like, uh, you get a, a better view of that kind of, like, tunnel that goes deeper in. Um, and uh, you can see, like, little specks of blood and stuff, like the trail you've been following um, that implies that he, he probably went that way. Um, but uh, you're not quite sure how deep it goes because it goes for a bit and then, like, kind of turns off to the side. So you shine a light down there and, like... Um, Speedy kind of like stamps the, its hooves and and Hofstetter goes, all right, looks like we're doing this. Speedy, cover the exit. And uh, Speedy's like, Whoosh! and like kind of like starts pacing around in the, uh, uh, the cave mouth because uh, the tunnel is too narrow for Speedy to go in. And he goes, all right, single file, I'll take the lead. Um, I would like to spend four grit to flashback. Okay. Um, so upon, uh, reconvening with Samuel Hofstetter, I have been racking my brain with, what do I do about the Arche? Uh -huh. Um, and, uh, I think the best thing I can hope for is to maybe knock it out for a bit. Okay. Um, and so on our drive here, where I was specifically separate from Arstetta, um, I made some Arche treats. <laughs> They're just loaded with sedatives. Just a lot of sedatives. Humans shouldn't eat these. They'll die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it sounds like you're trying to at least make... Uh... Sleep tonic, if not an extra potent sleep tonic. Yes, accurate. <laughs> um, let's take a look here. Um, I've got um, two first aid cubes, three tech cubes, and two machinery cubes. Can I accomplish this? How many first aid cubes? Uh, two. Okay, so with two first aid cubes, you can make a sleep tonic. 
Um, you won't be able to make it extra potent. Um, but uh, yeah, two first aid cubes, both of those used up, let you make a tier two tonic. Great. Um, let's go ahead and uh, and roll for it. Um, uh, so, oh, you guys had the crafting uh, journal on your character sheets, right? Uh, yep. So it's tier two. Uh, someone refresh me on uh, the amount of time per roll. It's like 12 uh, hours, right? 12 hours. Dope. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, go ahead and roll. If, uh, if you want to cut corners, you can, but, you know, the more, uh, the higher quality it is, the harder it is to resist. Yeah, I don't think saving time helps at all. That's a good roll. That's four hits. Oh, shoot. That's uh, enough, right? Yeah. Nice. All right, cool. So you make it, you make excellent quality... You get three doses of it. Um, uh, and yeah, you make excellent quality sleep tonics, uh, which will mean uh, it will have some negatives to resist it. Uh, and yeah. Um, um, and also, like, it's in Arche treats. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you like use up uh, any machinery cubes or anything like that. I suppose if you wanted to like work with Kinsey on like with a survival check or something like that to mask it. Um, I would let you kind of use that almost in like a disguise type of way. Otherwise, it's just going to be a, uh, some kind of social check to, to trick uh, Hofstetter into letting you feed Asache. I've still got some skunk egg jerky, if that helps at all. Um, if I don't know if there's ever an opportunity where I would... I'm away from Hofstetter with Kinsey, but I if there, if there is, yes, I, I do that. Yeah, no, you flashed back. You, you flashed back. Uh, yeah, so... you remember that time um, on the way here when Hofstetter went to pee and I came over to you and I said, Kinsey, Kinsey, I've got the sleep tonic to put the Arche to sleep. Help, help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and so he like wrapped it in a, a, like, it's like you basically use up your jerky, you like soak the jerky in sleep tonic. <laughs> so this whole time you've had a jar of jerky kind of like, like soaking up all the, all the sleep tonic. And so as you move into this, uh, as you move into the cave, you pull out your jar of jerky. The, all of the fluid has gone down, completely soaked in, uh, and you just kind of unscrew it and put the glass away. And now you have uh, your three sticks of, uh, of sleep jerky. <laughs> Great. I like how Kenzie always seems to have some sort of, like, jar pop that he's getting. Yeah, so nothing all, is not resourceful. It's all part of the survival kit, right? You know, it's, uh, right. So you gotta, Do you know how many jaws you need to survive in the wild? <laughs> you gotta can that. Kinsey does. He just jingles everywhere he goes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, he says, you know, Speedy, watch watch the exit. And I say, um, uh, you know, it's important work. I think she deserves a treat, don't you think? I've got, got this. Is it okay if I beat her this? Uh, yeah, you can roll either blend or manipulate. <laughs> I will roll manipulate. Makes sense. Am I dressed to impress, bloodied and beaten by the Balltail cats? Yeah, you didn't. You didn't die to the Balltail cats. So. Against the ten. 
Uh, I got two net hits over ten. Okay. Uh, so uh, you you say that he like glances over shoulder. He goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Great. Uh, there you go, Speedy, and I feed Speedy all three uses of the excellent sleep tonic. <laughs> yeah. So so you, uh, you hold it out, and Speedy like. Uh, like takes a sniff and just like, like one big bite, like pulls all three sticks of jerky out of your hand. Um, I just gotta roll something for Speedy real quick here. This is a plan born out of looking down at my sheet before we recorded and realizing I had four grit. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan, why? <laughs> now he has no grit. <laughs> We'll be fine. It's just the marshal. He's not going to kill us. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you feed the Ache. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then, then I walk away and hope. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So uh, the four of you, uh, what's the marching order? Hofstetter's in front. Hofstetter is in front, and then uh, Pax turns to Kinsey and goes, uh, wisdom before beauty. <laughs> Not sure how that's an insult, quite frankly. It means you're ugly. <laughs> Push up. <laughs> so it goes Hofstetter, Kinsey. I don't want to be in back. <laughs> Roland and Pax. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Uh. You all go creeping uh, down uh, uh, the light from uh, Samuel's um, survival kit and Kinsey's survival kit kind of lighting the tunnel ahead of you uh, as you creep through. It does get pretty narrow, and then it starts to open up just a little bit, uh, seeming like it goes into, like, you can kind of hear, like, a, a some kind of underwater or underground, like, stream. Um, uh, it doesn't sound like it's flowing very heavily. doesn't fa- sound very deep, just like kind of like a creek. Um, kind of trickling down. Um, but like everything in here sounds really loud. Like every footstep, like every little pebble kicked, like echoes a bunch around you. Um, and, uh, as you get there, like Hofstetter starts looking around and, uh, a gunshot rings out. Uh, and... Hits Hofstetter uh, in the shoulder, um, uh, not like a not like a kill shot or anything, but like hits him pretty pretty decently in the shoulder. Uh, he spins to the side um, uh, and like shouts and like ducks for cover. What do the three of you do? I also duck for cover. I push Roland into cover. <laughs> okay, my thing is I get pushed into cover. <laughs> Uh, so you all, you all, so hurt. 
You all drop down behind the rocks. Uh, uh, and Samuel's like kind of clutching his shoulder. He looks at me like, he's like, shit. You want to see where that shot came from? Did I see where that shot came from? Uh, you yeah. could roll up, uh, observe test. Um, it's very dark, even with the flashlights, so you're going to be at a minus two for that. And then you were third in line, so we'll put you at an additional minus two. So you're at minus four. Okay, but I have clear sight, so I think that's a minus three. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'd also like to, to roll where, oh, uh, an observe test. Okay, so you were in front, so you're um, uh, only at a minus two. All right. Uh, my high is an eight, uh, but I've got three hits. Okay. Yes, I've got a high of two, sir. Uh, so you're up against a nine. Um, Pax, were you rolling too, or, or are you? No. Okay. So no one, no one saw where the shot came from. Didn't see a thing. It's um, probably somewhere down there, if I had to guess. You don't say. <laughs> so smart. So smart. What was that, Pax? I said that was so smart. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate. Yeah. It. What is happening? <laughs> Marshall! Leonard! Come on now. You can't possibly hold out forever. Bleeding as you are. And uh, you hear, like, there's a slight pause, and then uh, echoing from the shadows ahead of you, uh, you hear the voice of Marshall Yen. Uh, shout out. Yeah, still got life left in me. Why don't you come see, Sam? And uh, Samuel kind of like moves to the side and like pulls out like a tonic, uh, unscrews the top of it, and he goes, I got rations and whiskey. I can wait here all day, Marshall. He, uh, can I bump it out of his hand before he takes it? <laughs> you going to bump the tonic <laughs> out of his hand? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you trying to do it in a way that makes it seem like you didn't do it on purpose? Yes. <laughs> Alright, it'll be a blend check. <laughs> yeah, of course it will be. Yeah, go ahead and roll blend. <laughs> oh, well, that's no hits at all. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> then, yeah, you fail. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, feel like knocking it out no, of his hand. No, you are able to knock it out of his hand, because um, right. uh, that wasn't what the check was for. He wasn't expecting it, so that's easy to just, like, pop it out of his hand. Um, it's it's more uh, <laughs> uh, making it seem like it was an accident. Um, how did you try to make it seem like an accident? <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, the idea is I was going to come at him with a with bandage to try and bandage up his shoulder, and I, I knocked it out of his hand, kind of accidentally, kind of wrapping it up. Sure, sure. Uh, so yeah, you knock it out, and he go, and he like shoves you against a, a wall, and he goes, "What the hell, McCharlotte?" Oh, sorry, it's just trying to bandage you up. You, that's, is your shoulder all right? 
he like looks at you, looks at Pax, and he goes, uh, I I pull out a tonic and I say, here, uh, take take mine. Uh, he is in that tonic. Is it is it another poison tonic? I'm out. No, I don't have more poison. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tier two sleep tonic. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, go ahead. You roll manipulate. Um, and while while you offer that, oh well, well, yeah, we'll 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 resolve the roll real quick. You're up against a nine. Uh, I've got an eleven. Okay, so you got one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he like looks at Roland, looks at Kinsey, like, "Let's go, Kinsey." Grabs the tonic from Roland and like says, "Like, Pax, you're up here with me." Kinsey, back in the line. What? Guess I would have bended you up then. Jesus, Kinsey, get it together. <laughs> do my best. I'm doing. <laughs> I thought it would be helpful, you know. You know so he still doesn't. He's injured. You know? oh, stop, stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so Kinsey joins Roland in the back. Pax, do you move up next to Hofstetter? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, he drinks the tonic. <laughs> Is this one of the excellent quality ones you made, or you gave all three of those to the... To the yeah, no. The ones I made, I gave everything to the Ache. This okay. is a tier 2 sleep tonic that I just have. Okay, so it came from character creation, right? So it's standard quality. Yes. That's not a great roll. <laughs> <laughs> sleep tonics for everyone. Huh. <laughs> uh yeah. So he uh he downs the the tonic um uh like reaches out with the empty uh bottle sets it back to him and he goes, "All right." And he's like kind of licking his teeth a little bit like uh, uh. And then he goes, "All right, Marshall. You go ahead and get yourself cozy. Looks like we're in for a Stand off. <laughs> uh, what the? And he like blinks a couple times, and then he looks to you, Roll, and he goes, "You son of a!" Oh no, you're losing too much blood. And then, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "You son of a!" <laughs> Just like slumps over on himself asleep. <laughs> what a dumb idiot. We should tie him up. Oh. <laughs> At least I can do that much, I think. I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to trust him up. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have um? Uh, do you have like uh, rope? Anything in your inventory, like rope or anything? Otherwise, you'll just use a machinery cube to make some kind of restraints. Well, I don't have any rope. I've got a survival kit. It is low, but no rope and no machinery cubes. Here, take one of mine. Make oh. ultra rope. Okay, cool. So yeah, you get a you get a bundle of uh, if it's rope, you get a bundle. Actually, of rope. no. Take these. Take this machinery cube. Make four sets of handcuffs and put two on his hands and two on his legs. <laughs> you make a set of handcuffs out of machinery cube, unless you're giving all your machinery cubes over. No. 
Okay. So yeah, uh, you're able to uh, uh, get the handcuffs on him, put his put his arms behind his back, set him down yep. on the ground. He's he's out. He's very asleep. Great. I was told to shut up. Hey, Marshall. It's Pax. Would you mind if I came down there? I'll leave my weapons here. There's a decently long pause. Uh, Go ahead and roll. uh, We'll do manipulate at a plus five. Can I assist? Yeah, what do you say? Hofstad is asleep. Um, I've heard I'm a sleep tonic. You have no idea how hard it has been to just maneuver within these idiots. (laughs) Um, We're we're super... I swear we're here to help. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you can assist. Uh, You can roll the manipulate as well. Uh, you can take a plus three. Okay, cool. Uh, I have a 12 and a 2. Okay. Uh, alright, so, uh, I mean, you're up against a 9, so... you get uh, what? You're up against a 9. Okay. So uh, that's one net success. So it's a partial. Um, so uh, there's a there's a pause for a minute, and then he goes, "All right, packs only, hands up, hands where I can see them." So I will. Take off all of my weapons, <laughs> which are so many. Uh, so first it's Miguel's gun, and then it's Cho's gun, and then it's all of my throwing knives, and then it's my two short, like, sword knife thingies. And, <laughs> and then the quiver, because I could use the arrows for stabbing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then my other two, like, basic-ass knives. Um, and I'm sure other things, uh, and then I keep my one concealable knife in my boot because I'm not a gem. <laughs> uh, and I'll, uh, no, no one else can hold these, so they're just in a pile on the ground. They're, yep. not, strong. they're not strong enough, so, yeah. so, <laughs> so I will, uh, I'll, I'll head down there. Okay. Uh, you walk uh, into the darkness. Um, I'll try to make meaningful eye contact with with Roland before I leave. I don't know what the meaning is, but I try to do it. <laughs> I nod reassuringly. <laughs> uh, so uh, you go walking into the dark. Do you take a, a light with you, or are you just going off of the light from the point where you guys were in cover? Um, I have night vision goggles, so... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you you tur- you put on and turn on your night vision goggles yes okay so after laying all that stuff down she then slides down a visor 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, you start walking, and uh, yeah, you can see um, uh, it does kind of. It's weird. There's like tons of uh, of columns of natural stone uh, with like windows into like various parts of this cavern that you're in, and you can you can kind of see some of the creek uh, uh, bend around some of them and then go uh, out of your sight. Uh, you have no idea where uh, Yen is amidst all of these stalagmites and columns, um, but you uh, uh, keep walking. In uh, you get a decent. A distance away from uh, the group, and then uh, from somewhere ahead of you, you hear, It's far enough! Okay. What now? Hmm? You're the what boss. are you doing here? What am I doing here? Trying to save your life. That's all I've been doing for like weeks. Then he steps out from behind a column. You see him, he's got like some some like bad shot in his shoulder. Like his left arm seems completely limp. Uh and he's like bleeding really heavily. Uh his he like is leaning against the uh the column uh with the hand that's holding the gun. Uh and he, like, looks at you kind of like you can see he's a little dizzy. And he goes, How do I know I can trust you? Hmm? I don't know what kind of game you and those others behind you are playing. But it sure seems to me like you've been getting along real nice with the Dead Man's Gang as of late. I guess that depends on your definition of nice. <laughs> Miguel Reyes is dead. Cho is dead. Maddie is dead. Uh, Rosa is on the run. And so is Oh, the other one's name. The other it's girl. Sierra. <laughs> You've got, we've got the, the Ache, hopefully, asleep outside the cave. And Samuel Hofstetter is here, asleep as well, tied up. We haven't told anyone where it is. I gave you the lockpicks. I hoped you'd escape. We tried to get word to your... everyone that you were in trouble and you weren't dead. And we could have just left. So you tell me what you want to have happen next. Because... I'm not the one who changes hearts and minds. If we wanted to do that, we would have sent Roland. <laughs> he like, the whole time he's been talking, he's been like a little wobbly. <clears throat> and then he goes, you wouldn't tell me in the tent. Where is it? Do you have it? No, but it's safe. 
you gotta take me to it. And he takes a step forward and then stumbles into his knee and, like, falls face forward. I catch uh, him. You rush forward and catch him? <laughs> yeah, unless he shoots me. And no, he, he, you catch him. He's completely passed out. Okay, cool. Everyone's asleep. Yeah, I'll um, take his gun. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're coming out. Okay. Uh, and I will... Um, He's probably, I could probably carry him. Like, yeah, he's a big dude, but he's, like, really, like... like he's actually, he's like a little lanky. Skinny and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, right now he's, like, incredibly skinny. But he's got... What muscle he had was, like, very lean. Sure, yeah. So I'll throw him over my shoulder. Yeah, you can. Uh, you got the strength for it. Carry him out. Yeah, he's still bleeding super heavily on you. I can't... I cannot help that. I can't... <laughs> well, can I help that? Is that... Can I just, like stop the bleeding i don't i can't i don't know how <laughs> uh so you uh roland and kinsey you see uh packs come around the corner with uh an unconscious marshall uh yen on her shoulder goodness he's bleeding quite a lot here uh, can i use my first aid cube to get him some first aid uh yeah do you, you don't have a first aid kit right no not a kit okay um, so you still can, it just, it's just less effective than if you had a first aid kit, that's all. Sure. Um, uh, so, uh, using the first aid cube automatically heals one hit point, and then every, uh, success you get on your first aid roll will give you, uh, more hit points. Um, uh, any injuries he has, you won't be able to treat without a med kit. Understood. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... Not the best conditions, so I'm going to put this at a minus two. All right. If you must. That's two hits. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he um, uh, packs, like, sets him down. Um, uh, just out of, like, curiosity, are you, in, are you wanting to uh, bring him back to consciousness, or are you just trying to, like... Help him out. I mean, if possible, I'd like to bring him back to consciousness. I don't want that to care. You do. Um, so uh, you pull out like your, you know, some bandages. You wrap it up. It's like there's still blood soaking into it. Um, uh, you, uh, he has like a few other wounds too, like a grazing shot in like his lower abdomen uh, and like on his leg. You patch those up, um, and as you do, like. Uh, you have like a small vial of like stimulant and you like kind of stick it in. Uh, it's like a, you know, a pain, a pain and stim like concoction that you just like stick into his arm. Uh, and he like slow, like kind of lazily like opens his eyes and then he focuses and he sees like the three of you and he kind of starts for a second. All right, fellow. All right. Um, uh, so, oh, no. You see Samuel, like, asleep and handcuffed on the ground. Oh, I was gonna, while Kinsey was doing first aid, um, I was going to be mugging Samuel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, he has, he has a gun, he has armor, um, he also has eight spurs on him. Okay, I'm just... Uh, those eight spurs here. Seems to me as though uh, the sleeping potion worked, which was a trap being utilized successfully. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. It was a trick. It was a trick trap. Trappy trick. Tricky, tricky trap trap. <laughs> um, 
so uh, that's a one XP for everybody. Um, so he also has uh, two um, uh, healing tonics um, that heal six hit points. Um, their side effects are... Actually, uh, I imagine I wouldn't know them. Yeah, right? yeah, I guess we'll do that. Put side effects question marks. <laughs> That's more exciting anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, that's... Oh, also, while we're counting XP, um, I think an open fight was avoided through underhanded means. Yep, absolutely. Also, uh, Samuel Hofstetter was threatened with violence. Yeah, yeah. So was so was Marshall Yen. So yeah, that's that's an XP, and you get a grit packs. Um, Take it. Hey. Well. <laughs> uh, I I tricked someone into a disadvantageous position. <laughs> yes. You uh, looking over, as you were sitting there mugging Samuel Hofstetter with his face in the mud. <laughs> um, and did I push my luck despite a clear chance to fail? Um. Yeah, Seems I think like... I think so, right? Like, yeah, you could have really bungled it with the Ache there. <laughs> yes, like, yes, Sa I could have. Samuel could have like just sh like shot you right there. You're almost dead as it is. <laughs> I would have died. <laughs> um, all right, so that's a grit for you and XP for everybody. Uh, all right. Um, the other things Samuel has is he has uh, two um, antitoxins. Uh, two tier one antitoxins. Uh, and uh, four first aid cubes, uh, four machinery cubes, and one tech cube. So he doesn't have anything cool on him? And, uh, and of course, an excellent quality survival kit. And like, you know, like his LRC tag in his clothes. <laughs> I don't I don't think he needs an LRC tag anymore. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh uh Marshall Yen like kinda sta uh, startles and then sees like Hofstetter on the ground and he looks like down. He seems still a little out of it, very hurt. His his left arm is still not moving at all. It's completely limp. Um, and he, like, looks at the three of you and he goes, all right, so, so yeah, it's, it's true. I heard, I heard Miguel, uh, had, had died. I was there, that's why they sent the, the rest of them out. Gave me the opportunity to, to run. What? What are the what what are the three of you playing at? Well, it was we were sort of calling it like the Mad King Gambit. Um, the idea being to like convince Rufus that he couldn't trust anyone and tear up the gang from the inside. Um, I don't. We're still workshopping sort of phase two of what we're doing. We hadn't really considered. Much of the rest of the plan, we were still trying to figure out 
what to do. Um, you being kidnapped was a major hurdle um, in terms of, you know, next steps for the plan. So kudos for escaping. Um, Thanks to Pax. I was, the hardest part was just making sure they didn't find the lockpicks until I had an opportunity. Well, you know, I think everyone contributed. Obviously, the lockpick was pretty big, but, you know, if we hadn't put our lives on the line time after time, the rest of the gang wouldn't have left the camp and given you the opportunity. It's not a competition, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, you sort of made it feel like it. Um, <laughs> so that's on you. Maybe consider how you speak. Um, yeah, so uh, we we know where the thing is. Um, I think Rufus might... I don't know what Rufus is going to do um, now that you're gone. Uh, but the meeting with uh, the ambassador is going to be a shit show now. <laughs> I'm... I would be surprised if, Ro if Rufus was... Uh still gonna follow through with it if if that many of his gang is dead and scattered he's probably just gonna you know go to ground hide until he has an opportunity to you know build up his forces again make another play at the the lockbox later that's why we gotta get to it and I'll say we uh we get to uh, the town over the over this ridge, uh, uh, Hill Rock, and send an LRC to the Alonistead Sheriff's Office and and see if uh, if we can catch Rufus before he he disappears again. Um, I think the three of us could be amenable to that, um, provided the beginning of that LRC is. You've rendezvoused with your three undercover sanctioned agents um, who thus are immune to prosecution for their the prior works while undercover. He, like, lets out a sign and goes, Listen, I fully appreciate what you've gone through and what you've done for me, right? But I only have so much pull. You know, my family is influential. I can make something happen, but I, I can't make promises. Um, I will try to make meaningful eye contact with Pax, um, to convey that I'm. I might do a threat. I don't fully mean here. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not the message gets through, I don't know. Um, I think Kinsey just thinks that there's something going on between romantically. Slide, yeah, with all these dancing. significant like looks yeah. at each other. I think they both could do better. <laughs> I don't know who that's insulting to. <laughs> insulting to both. Is it? So it's in a roundabout way. Um, yeah, and then I'll um, look at the, the marshal and say, Marshal, um, we have done a lot of work to ensure your safety uh, and, and uh, 
make sure you're okay, and the thing you entrusted to us is protected. I don't see a reason for us to help you leave this cave if there's not an assurance you're willing to do the same for us. We can walk away now, and we're fine. And you're stuck in a cave with Samuel Hofstetter and his Arche. All right, uh, oh, Pax, do you gonna say something? No. Right. <laughs> you look like you were gonna say something. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to. I Pax looks like she wants to say something. <laughs> That's really what it is. Okay. Um. Is- yeah, so this is going to be an intimidation roll. Great. I'd love to assist if I can. Okay. Uh, what do you? How do you assist? Then I can go and get the arche right now if you like. Bring the arche in here. Cave in the front of the cave. Uh, just, just leave you to deal with that on your own if you like. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, in <laughs> <laughs> intimidation. <laughs> Pax, how you doing? <laughs> Having an aneurysm over here is fine. <laughs> uh, so Kenzie rolls intimidation to assist Roland. That's oh, one success. It's a plus one point. Okay, so that makes your uh, uh, you are at a negative three normally, so it's a negative two. Okay. Um, am I dressed to impress? Um. Yeah, yeah, you look bandity. Okay, uh, so that brings me up to minus one. That's not so bad, actually. Um, well, I suppose I'll roll and then maybe make my own luck. Uh, I will spend a grit to make my own luck. Okay. Uh, you're up against a ten. Oh, can I beat that? Oh, just a minus one, I can. (sighs) Nope. What was your highest? Uh, My highest was an eight. Okay. Uh, So, uh, he looks at the two of you, and and kind of like a defeated sigh, he goes, Listen, guys. I can't make promises that I can't keep. Alright? And if you could have just walked away, I gotta believe you would have at this point. No reason to hang around. Come back and rescue your jailer? That don't make any sense. Even No matter how you want to spin it. That might be a side effect of your intentions, but it ain't the driving force. Now, I owe you a debt. There's no doubt about that. But like I said, my word can only do so much, and I will try my damnedest, if I can, to see to it that you see some actual justice, not just letter of the law justice. Understand? Right? I already... Broke the rules once, rolling packs. 
letting you run off with that thing. You know that I'm willing to look the other way if it's right. So if I can't convince someone to convince someone else to waive the crimes you've done, at least maybe I can see to it that you get away. But that's the best promise I can make you. I mean, Roland, all the money you stole, Kinsey, the people you crossed, Pax, I mean, your contract is way above my pay grade. I can't fix the mistakes you made in the past, but I can maybe give you a chance to do better. Suppose I'd rather have the law after me than, than the Rufus Nash gang, Dead Man's gang, certainly. Well, if we can make it so they ain't a thing anymore, that'll go a long ways to helping clear your names. I'm in. I don't know about these two, but I'm in. He, like, looks expectingly at Roland and Pax. Me and my friends have spent the last few weeks looking over our shoulders. All I'm asking is that we don't have to do that anymore when this is done. I get it. I understand the sentiment. That's not how the world works every day. <clears throat> And I don't have the power to change that. Or at least I can't guarantee that I do. I have a better chance of it than you do on your own, for sure. But your fate is not entirely in my hands. Well, if that's the best you can do, it's the best you can do. I promise it will be. I'll hold you to it. That's only fair. Pax? What made you think I wasn't in? I only met you like twice. <laughs> you also don't talk very much. You understand it's much easier to understand you when you talk and speak about your intentions, Pax. Well, when you're not bright. A lot of times you don't have a lot to say. Uh, that does make sense, okay. Uh -huh. Oh my god, are you serious? Guys, this is absurd. You both just agreed to continue on this suicide mission. Are we gonna argue about this forever? <laughs> Kinsey, you're bad at talking. Spend like 30 more seconds thinking about the words you say. Pax, come on. You're not dumb. Nobody thinks you're dumb. This is absurd. Guys, we gotta be better than this. Uh, I'm gonna help Marshall Yan up. And, uh, he, yeah, he I'll takes say. he takes your shoulder. 
Yeah. And uh, I'll be like, you're right, Kinsey, you can help me by uh, taking care of uh, Sam here. And I'll uh, start walking out. It's not like I don't have to take care of him anyway, and I'll pick him up by his ankles and kind of reverse wheelbarrow him <laughs> out to the cave. Are, are we are we arresting him? Is that what's happening? It's either that or kill him, right? Uh, I suppose I could just kill him. Should I just murder is illegal? We're with a marshal. He's <laughs> got a bounty. He's wanted dead or alive. Is that true? But yeah. Yeah, it is. If, uh, I guess it's if you think he's worth the bullet or not. I'm just... I don't have a, a horse in this race. I just want to know what the plan is. The, uh, if we come out of there and the Ache is awake and Sam is dead... That's a good call. Pax, you are the only person here currently equipped to go see if the Ache is awake <laughs> <laughs> and not rouse it if it is. Yep. Would you would you mind doing that for yeah, me? Yeah, we're please? heading out right now. We gotta get closer to the edge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you go that way. Um, it gets a little rough when it gets kind of super narrow, where it's got to be like one at a time, uh, and um, uh, the marshal's like following you, packs through, and he goes. I think I think I gotta grab his belt and like like have him in front when it's like really thin, so he sure. won't fall over. Right, gotta hold him up. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I can be in front. It's fine. I mean, he can figure it out. He can hold on. Yeah, yeah. He's like holding on to your shoulder, right? It's like this shuffle kind of thing. Unless you want him to go first, but then you don't have the ability to sneak up on the Ache. No, it's fine. We'll okay. figure it out. So at a certain point, you get to the point where you feel like, okay, well, if I'm gonna sneak up on the Ache, everyone needs to stay behind. <laughs> or you can I'm keep. Sorry, on. my Discord is frozen. Can you hear me? And then Pax died. And that's oh, shit, it. the Archie's awake. Yeah. Pax <laughs> comes around the corner and uh, and you just see, <laughs> she gets slammed against the wall by the Archie. All right, hold on. This is a trick I've never used. Yeah. I have to become Samuel Hofstetter. I have to do a face-off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Minus 12. <laughs> My first aid and blend are very good. <laughs> uh, Alright. So. Uh, oh, oh no, she's, she's, she com she's yeah. completely frozen with that yeah. face. That's really great. I, wait, can I screenshot this? Hold on. I mean, you can search. There's got to be a way to screenshot this. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, someone in the chat screenshot it. <laughs> I have a new keyboard. I don't know where the print screen button is. <laughs> it's just, there's just no way to know. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kill some of the tension so that the story can keep going while Addie uh, fixes her, her computer. Um, the, the Ache is asleep. <laughs> um, so Pax is able to like sneak around. Shit. I just missed her. God damn it. Oh, it was so cool. You were frozen like this. And I almost had you. Okay. All right. So. 
Uh, I, yeah, Pax, you sneak around the corner and uh, you see uh, Speedy just uh, completely out sleeping, uh, like slumped over uh, in the mouth of the cave. Um, like uh, blocking the mouth of the cave or like... Oh no, the mouth of the cave is too wide for, for Speedy to be like blocking it. Okay. I don't have a plan, but I will. I will let people know what's going. Yeah, you I... you can walk back and easily inform them. Like, yeah. Great, great. That's that's maybe the best news I've heard all day. Sounds to me as though predator. Was... Oh yeah, predator was avoided. Yeah, which is in, in one of my triggers in case. Wondering. That will get you, uh, if you didn't already get a grit, right? I did not, yeah, there so you that's go. one grit. That's a grit, because you got two of your triggers. Uh, yeah, so uh, four of you with the marshal can sneak by the sleeping Ache, um, dragging the body of Samuel Hofstetter behind you. Uh, and you step out. Uh, it's getting a little dark outside. And the sun is uh, further set than it was before. You can see, like, you know, one of the two moons through the, like, you know, rocky slopes around you, uh, as well as, like, you know, uh, part of the uh, uh, the asteroid belt of Manifest, kind of, like, twinkling as, the, uh, as day turns to night. Um, so are we... Should we head back to the truck? As much as I um, don't want to travel through this terrain at night, I want less to be here when either Sam or the Arche wakes up. The other trouble is I think the truck got penned in by that big... Yeah, you did roll a boulder... Uh, you had you had the Ache drag a large stone uh, to right. completely mask the truck. But like, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, should um, I perhaps hobble the uh, the Ache? You know, pretty good at, at finding a person if they if they want to be able to track it. They have pretty good noses. Do you... I... All right, I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, I think if we take Sam with us, the Ache will come after us for him. And if we don't take Sam with us, him and the Ache will come after us. But also if we kill Sam, maybe the Ache will seek revenge? I don't see a great out of this situation. I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Fellas, it's it's an Ache. It's it's just a, just a beast, right? It ain't got deep thoughts. I think it's smarter leave... than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the way it's eyeing Kinsey the whole time. It certainly mistrustful is a, is a way I describe that look. Yeah, sure, but. I mean, if your your point to the to their ability to track is 
makes sense. But if we leave Sam's body here, yeah, he's just going to want to find his master. And then we've got Sam coming after us. No, the scenario Sam is dead. Oh, his body. Oh, yeah. It's like the poster says, dead or alive, and I'm a sworn marshal of Alanistead. I can vouch for the bounty. Well, I mean, none of us can really collect it, can we? We can cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just saying resources have been tight lately, and sort of... <laughs> it's only 50 spurs. It's not nothing out here, Yen. <laughs> right? <laughs> not all of us have ambassadors for parents. Uh, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get moving. These tonics ain't gonna last all night. Oh, all right. Kinsey will shoot off. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence is wild, Seth. <laughs> Yeah, you do. Um, uh, so you, yeah, you, uh, you slump down the, the, you let go of the legs, uh, you turn, shoot the, uh, uh, shoot Samuel Hofstetter, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, right in the heart, and, um, he stops breathing, uh, and, uh, uh, you hear, like, movement in the cave. And you all turn and you watch as uh, Speedy rolls over to get a little more comfortable. <laughs> You're the devil. You're off. <laughs> okay, so um, how how wrecked is this uh, uh, rooster strider? Uh, I mean, it's 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 hitboxes would be full. Um, it, like, you might, with some machinery cubes, I don't know, remember, you don't have an Omni, Omni tool. Um. No, because you told me I couldn't have stolen the one from the family. I mean, you could have, it just would have required a roll. <laughs> yes, and we were past that time, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so, you, like, with, with the machinery cubes you have, you could do a little bit of, of, no, maybe you know some what? Sorry, on. this is dumb. How many machinery cubes do I need to make a lever to move the big rock? Um, I mean, probably uh, a few. So the the remember the the van is parked pretty far away because you guys had to like stop on like one of the one of the normal paths and then like go off roading for like almost like a whole day. Yeah, um, it was like it was like five hours. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we have time for me to, in like my limited capacity to repair this rooster strider. I don't think that gets us back to the van faster than just walking. If uh, if we keep going the way I was heading before, we're not too far from uh, from Hill Rock. We could go in on foot and then find a path back to wherever you parked your truck. If you think Kinsey, if you think it's the... secure. You're the outdoors expert. What's your take here? I don't see the advantage of having the truck thing. And 
nobody being able to find it is another added advantage. Why don't we just head up towards town? It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't might uh, much uh, enjoy the thought of trying to trek down that path in the dark. And if we want to go get it, we could go into town and get some horses and come back for it. Right. Maybe for lucky they'll finish clearing the pathway so we can just take the road. Yeah. Uh, all right. I suppose onward and upward it is then. Uh, so it's slow moving with um, uh, with the marshal with you. Uh, he's you know he's still very injured, um, but it's like you said. You basically go down this path a little bit longer, um, and eventually, like it kind of opens up, and you see you're on like a cliff edge, and down a little way is kind of nestled in like the the like rolling rocky terrain. Uh, you see a a small town. Um, uh, uh, a very like small settlement. Um, uh, even it's even it's like LRC Tower looks a little dinky and and like small compared to other ones. Um, uh, and he uh, he like points down. There's like a kind of a a, a sort of like uh, like hiker's path that like leads its way down towards the towards the town. Um, and you guys can make it down there. It doesn't require a check or anything like that. It just takes. A decent amount of time uh, with the marshal nearby. Um, uh, as you guys are walking, he's like, "All right, so we get in. Hopefully, they have a, a doctor that can take a look at my arm, and then uh, I'll contact the sheriff's office and see what they want to do. But if y'all know where Nash is holed up, it's just him and Bo there now. Uh, we can we can make a move." Right, maybe meet up with a couple of the the deputies or marshals that they can send, depending on how far out he is from Alonistead. I mean, I gotta expect he's gonna start getting suspicious soon. Last I knew, when I ran, he wasn't aware of the others being dead. But you know, word travels. Do you think we can get there before Sierra and Rosa do? Uh, well. Probably not Sierra, unless Rosa found her, in which case... I imagine they're probably still trying to assault a family stronghold, sure that the lockbox is there. I'm sorry, fa- what? You heard what I said. <laughs> Did those words not make sense? I mean, the words you said made sense, but Swin is the family involved with... With the lockbox. Well, since um, uh, the Dead Man's Gang asked us to rob the family to get the guns they needed to ambush the ambassador to leverage you for said lockbox. Jesus. That... Like you said, we've been through a lot. That is... I mean, do they... Do, does the family know about the three of you? Or did you get away? How do you think we killed... Cho and uh, the Madman. I don't know. You tell me. We used the family to help lay a trap. Wait, so y'all are working with the family? We've got something. It's a lot of different pies. Consulting. Sounds like y'all have a very strange 
concept of escaping danger. Um, do you remember the part where I said before that um, we wanted to not have to look over our shoulders forever? If you want to not look over your shoulders forever, you don't make a deal with the family. I mean, they... You're right. We should have just said no when you gave us the lockbox and then ran. That would have been a situation where we don't look over our shoulders forever. Sorry we helped you. Look, I'm just baffled by... I, I, look, you're wor worried about the law coming after you. I would be more worried about the family. They're more organized and better armed than most sheriff's offices and, hell, half of the marshal services. Listen, I figure worst-case scenario... We're dead regardless. So, you work with the tools you have. Well, do we need to be looking over our shoulders right now for the family? I mean, would you guys... Not until uh, Rufus is meeting with the ambassador. It doesn't happen. Damn. Y'all need to leave the garden. That's, I mean, regardless of if I clear the law, you got to get out of out of Alana's territory at least. Head to Tell the, me about it. Head to the Badlands or something, or the Wastes <laughs> if you're uh, more akin to that kind of climate. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm just thinking about Roland in the... <laughs> I don't do well with humidity. <laughs> Uh, the the marshal chuckles a little bit. He's like, oh, oh. Mm. Look, I mean, I'm not... You guys have been in one impossible situation after the next. I understand. This isn't me trying to critique your methods. It's just... You're, you know, frying pan into the fire type situation going on here. It turns out, every time we've jumped out of the frying pan into the fire, it wasn't actually the fire. It was just another larger frying pan. <laughs> Alright, well... Oh, we super need to go back and get the truck. Why is that? Why? Oh, the drone with all the missiles is in the truck. Oh my god. God. Oh, there's a drone with a bunch of missiles. I'm learning yeah. all sorts of things here. <laughs> yeah, the family gave it to us so we could kill Rufus and secure... No, they gave it to us so we could kill Rufus and then Kinsey could tell them where the lockbox was. He doesn't know where it is. <laughs> he, The marshal turns to you, Pax, and goes, he's, he's yanking my chain, right? He's pulling my leg. All this is just... He's just no. a, he's just bluster. No. I don't even know how to help the three of you. <laughs> Let's start one thing at a time. <laughs> to the LRC Tower. <laughs> Great. We should check Sam's messages. That was my first plan. Sure. Uh, so it is a small LRC tower with one terminal. 
um, and no operator. Um, so uh, uh, you you want to check Sam's messages before the marshal puts out uh, any messages? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out if there's a way that he communicates with Rufus so that um, Samuel Hofstetter can tell Rufus that he's captured the marshal and is on his way back. Uh, I mean, yeah, there is. Uh, you can find correspondence between him and Rufus for sure. Uh, uh, using a say uh, uh, like the same call sign that Rufus has used to like contact other members. Um, there's some correspondence there. I'm like, you know, uh, occasional like their past messages are basically. It seems like you know Hofstetter goes off a lot, mm-hmm. and, and occasionally it's like, hey, we need you to come back and because uh, we're mo- we're moving camp or like meet us at this point. That's where the camp's gonna be next time. <laughs> like if you mm-hmm. ever feel like coming back and have and sleeping on a on a bedroll instead of just the ground, uh, stuff like that. You know, um, so it seems like that's like. Sam's kind of messages with most of the gang. Uh, uh, what what little messages he has is mostly just like them checking in. Uh, it seems like most of his com- connection with them is face to face. But yeah, you can definitely like send a message uh, as Samuel Hofstetter to Rufus um, to like tell him that. Yeah, uh, Samuel Hofstetter informs uh, Rufus Nash that he's captured Marshall Yen. He's made contact with us, uh, and Sierra sold us out to the family. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do a manipulate. We'll put it at a at a minus two uh, because of you know remote uh, correspondence. It's harder to to convince people of things, and then also you're impersonating Samuel. Oh, we have a subscription. Thanks, random jerk. It's a screen name. I'm not calling them a random jerk. <laughs> sure. That's what we're calling our fan base from now on. Random. Thanks that. Thanks to that jerk. Thanks to that jerk. Bunch of fucking random jerks. Um, can I? Uh, is it late at night? Uh, um, it's not late at night. It's in the, like their early issue. Yeah, yeah, the town, it's like, it is a small town, uh, a very small settlement. Um, you do draw some eyes as you come in, but you got to, like, he still, like, has his martial, like, badge. Uh, and so, like, they see that and, like, they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they leave it They leave it alone. Um, as you guys come down, uh, you just get a couple looks. People mind their own business. Uh, you can hear, uh, there's, like, a, a one building that's lit up a little more than the rest, and it seems to be, like, a, a, a saloon, um, and that is, seems to be where most of the town probably is right now, is hanging out at the saloon. Um, you do see some people coming from what looks like a mine off in the distance, um, like, as if they finished working for the night, and they, like, are, you know, the last people straggling back from the mine getting into town. Okay. Um, I have seven spurs. Mm-hmm. I would like to buy five LRC tags. You wanna you wanna purchase LRC tags? Yeah. Uh, this town is so small that you can't actually purchase an LRC tag from this tower. God. Okay. Uh, towns like Don't this... you only have like ten of them from the random people who stole them. 
No, I always leave them in town so people can pick them back up. Yeah, most of them require, uh, most, uh, if you want to purchase an LRC tower, it usually requires an operator um, to kind of mint the uh, the tag. Um, but, uh, uh, like, in instances like this, when you're in a town without an operator, uh, you kind of, like, you'll have to, like, send a message out, like, to, like, you know, request uh, <laughs> a tag, which is just kind of, like, you know, chicken before the egg hello. type situation yeah. where yeah. it's like, <laughs> in order to get an LRC tag, you need to send an LRC message out, which is why, you know, like these small towns, uh, uh, communication is a, uh, not their their biggest worry. <laughs> All right, fine. Sorry. Well, then I guess Roland will have to have to decide if he wants to do it with other with with just Sam Hofstetter. Um all right, Roland, you're up against an 11. Uh I have a single 11. Aha. Well, you are the aggressor. Um, so yeah, you you send out the message as Sam. Uh it was probably received. Um <laughs> I hate manipulating by post. You never know if it works. <laughs> uh, and then um, uh, Marshall uh, Yen is like, I don't have my my tag. It took it from me. So we've got sort of a standard um, routine. Um but you are an officer of the law, and I would not want to do a crime in your presence. Without well, be wise. <laughs> that, no, I think, surely you got tags. I mean, I'll, right? I'll just use one of your tags. Can I bum a tag off of one of y'all? Do I have to go talk <laughs> to the local sheriff? And he looks around and he goes, I don't know if they have a sheriff's office here. <laughs> I'll hand him... All right. Uh, he uh, slots it in. Doesn't look at any of your messages, like any messages you sent. I don't have received, that. But he uh, <laughs> he opens up a new one, and with his one hand, he types a message uh, uh, to uh, the LRC tag you recognize um, as uh, like a standard LRC tag for like a sheriff's office. Um, and then uh, he. Types out that message, basically typing out a report, um, and then um, sends it. And then uh, he like lets out a sigh, thinks for a second, and then opens up another message, and then starts typing it. And if any of you peek, uh, it looks like he's sending a message to his mother. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course I peek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like he he like almost reluctantly like types out a message. Uh, uh, like and you see, you recognize the the call sign of Ambassador Yen, um, and then he basically just sends like a quick message, like saying like, you know, uh, effectively saying like, I'm alive, uh, I'm somewhere safe, um, uh, don't go to the meeting. <laughs> if you don't hear from me, don't go to the meeting, um, uh, and uh, like, you know. Go talk to the to the sheriff to get more information. He has he has uh, a full update. Um, 
and then uh, uh, he sends that. And then he like seems a little woozy, and he goes, "All right, let's see if they gotta have a doctor somewhere around here, right?" At least a veterinarian. I'll take it. Uh, and yeah, a quick doesn't take long to scour the town. Uh, <laughs> you see, there's there's basically a house that has a stamp on the uh, on the, like the front, um, uh, like a little plaque that says like you know. Uh, uh, Doctor. Yes. Uh. Uh. Westcott. Uh, Doctor Westcott. Uh, it says there, and so um, uh, the marshal walks up and like knocks on the door, and there's like a, a pause, and then um, a woman a woman opens the door, and uh, looks at him and goes, "All right." This way. <laughs> and uh, uh, she looks to the three of you and sees, like, Roland looking pretty tattered. And she goes, all of you? I mean, I can I can sleep it off. Don't worry about me. All right. Well, uh, three of you are welcome to accompany your friend in here. Otherwise, I'll just see to him. Um, I think we're going to secure... I'm going to secure some rooms. Um... Don't die, Leonard. And I start walking over to the saloon. <laughs> and then she looks to Pax and Kinsey. I'll help him with the rooms, I suppose. Well, I'll stay here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on in. Uh, Billy, she says, putting her hand out. Pax. Yeah, she's not really that much older than you she's actually pretty young to like be living in a house and to like be like a town doctor um uh and the marshal's like here and like slumps on like a couch and she goes that'll do (laughs) and uh she starts she starts uh uh working on him uh uh taking care of him she goes what happened he goes shot (laughs) she goes yeah i see that where come on don't is he always like this? Yeah. yeah. Alright. Come on. Let's get those clothes off. And uh, uh, she starts tending to uh, uh, to the marshal, like, you know, pulling the bullets out, doing general, like, uh, field work. And she's like, you know, remarks that, like, she she's like, this is, uh, this is a lot. You're lucky to have made it in. Uh, and he's like, yeah, well... I got lucky is a good way to put it. Uh, he ran into some bandits in the hill, so. And then she goes, oh, yeah? To... Collecting some bounties, Marshal? And he goes, nah, just, just wrong place, wrong time. And uh, she works on him for a little bit longer. Uh, and then she goes, all right, well, here, drink this. Uh, and then uh, uh, that, like, puts him to sleep. And then she kind of stands up, cleaning off her hands, and turns to you and goes, Pax, was it, yeah? Yes. Um, how, uh, how, uh, well, uh, are you acquainted with this here fella? Um, we've met a few times. All right, well, 
um, may want to sit down. Uh, and she like hands you like a glass of water and like takes a drink herself. And then she uh, kind of like lets out a sigh and goes, he's not going to be able to keep the arm. What? If he had gotten to me sooner, maybe. But uh, it's shot. Looks like it was shot almost a whole day ago. And uh, I mean, he, he ain't had any feeling in it, right? I don't think so. Yeah, at this point, you know, it's got to come off pretty much at the shoulder. Really? Well, I mean, hey, if, you know, we were in a factory town, maybe I could have uh, a chance of fixing it up right, but I think it's a, I think it's, it's either that or he's going to get infected and and it's going to be worse. I think we, we just got to take the arm. Um, is there uh, anyone who can um, come in a, a collect him? It's going to be hard for him to travel. You got means of transportation? We got stuck on the other side of the pass. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a couple days before they finish clearing that up. I mean, he seems like a tough fella. Walking upright, that hurt. But uh, I figured you're his friend. Maybe you want to uh, break the news to him, or do you think he'd uh, take it better just waking up after the procedure? Oh, um, yeah, I can tell him. All right. I don't think that just like taking away someone's ability to make choices for themselves is like a I gotta make this clear Pax this ain't a choice type of situation alright he either loses the armor he's gonna it's gonna get infected and he will die sure I guess I'd wanna be I guess I'd want to know. Would you Would you rather just not? People have preferences. That's why I'm asking you as his friend. Um. No, I should tell him. All right. Um. I'll I'll tell him, and then you can take it. Uh, she nods and goes, all right, well, here's some smelling salts. It's not going to completely shake off the tonic, but it will make him conscious so you can talk. I'll give you the room. You just call me in when you're ready for me to do it. Uh, are you, uh, a queasy? Because I could use a set of hands for this. I don't know how much help I'll be, but I definitely don't get queasy. You got all five digits on both hands? You'll be helpful. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, she, she, uh, steps out of the room, shuts the door. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll, like, snap the smelling salts and I'll put them under his neck. He kind of jolts and goes, oh. And, like, he's hey. looking at you, and he's very dizzy. Sure. Uh, pretty disoriented. Hey, Marshall. Hey. Hey. What? So, I got some news. Uh-huh. 
It looks like your arm's in a real bad way. He looks down at it and he goes, I can't move it. Yeah. It seems like it's dead. And uh, and the doc says that uh, it's going to get infected real bad if she doesn't take it. Um, But I wanted you to know, so when you wake, it's not so much a start. Oh. Uh, he sits there for a minute, taking a little while to process it. You see just a little bit of tears, like, welling up in his eyes. And then uh, he, like, kind of turns away from you, looking at, like, the, the, like, couch. And he goes, Okay. Thanks. Thanks for yeah. letting me know. But we can we can get you a replacement, like cyber arm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'll have you'll have an arm again. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Kind of looks at his arm and he goes, "That's it. It's gonna happen now." Yeah, you're gonna go back to sleep, and then she's gonna she's gonna go ahead and take it. Like, one tear, like, kind of rolls down one cheek, and he goes, okay. Okay. I'll wipe the tear. Thanks, Pax. And then he, like, slowly nods back off. And then I'll get Billy. Dr. Billy! Dr. Billy Westcott. Uh, she walks back in. And she goes, all right, wash your hands over there, uh, and starts laying out her tools. Just go ahead and roll a first aid test for me, Pax. <laughs> okay. It's really important that you mark the right arm before you start cutting. <laughs> <laughs> Just halfway through, oh, oh no. Hey, uh, I got a hit. Hey, you're helpful. You're so helpful. Yeah, uh, I rolled a two with a target of four. Yeah, so she pulls out a like a, a, a like electric saw, um, uh, and like it like kind of like whirs a little bit, and then she goes, "These rags are you. Clean it all up as fast as you can." <laughs> and, then, uh, and then she moves to start operating I on later. Down my like night vision goggles to protect my. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Roland and Kinsey, uh, you're heading to the saloon. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll head into the saloon, you know, mosey up to the bar. I don't think I've ever moseyed up to a bar. Um, <laughs> Pretty good for your first time. Uh, and I'll flag down the bartender. Yeah, she walks over, um, uh, like, goes, what can I get you? Uh, uh, two whiskeys, um... I need a, a couple rooms. Uh, how many rooms do you have? Uh, I'm. I got a. I got a few. Uh, right now. You got four. She says it for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a. There's a couple that's uh, uh finishing up upstairs. I don't think they're staying for the night, so I should have four. I'll take three. Three's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Suit yourself. 
right, so it's gonna be a uh, uh, four spurs. The drinks in the rooms. Yeah, no problem. Uh, she takes uh, she takes the spurs, puts down two drinks, and says, "You expecting a, a third or a fourth? I can I can get them set up. Uh, don't have to come back, or at least back you fellas up." Uh, I, don't worry about it. I'll I'll probably hang out here and until they get in. All right, here's your keys. Uh, there's five rooms up the stairs. Keys had the numbers on them. Rooms had the numbers on them. You should be able to match them. Y'all know your letters and all. And if you don't, it looks exactly the same. Yeah, no, I could do shapes. All right. Well, welcome to town, fellas. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. And she turns around and, like, fills, like, a, a bunch of, like, uh, mugs with uh, some beer and, like, goes, like, wading into, like, where there's a, a clearly a bunch of, like, miners who have, uh, they're, like, covered in, like, dust and soot and stuff. And they, uh, like, grab it and they, like, cheer and they, like, you know, flip some spurs her way and then, like, uh, hand her, like, a shot that was sitting on the table and she, like, chats with them. They clearly know each other. Um, and then it's just the two of you. It's, uh, it's like, the the... The town is small, and uh, this this saloon is small. But when the whole town is in the saloon, it seems a lot like a lot <laughs> like it's suddenly a much bigger town because it's just packed in here. This is like the thing they have to do. <laughs> so is it just an instinct for you to come up with a new character for every town? Uh, yeah, I suppose it is. Where, where does that come from? From I mean, just 100% self-preservation? Does uh, it provide you? Uh, there's not a lot of towns I can go back to otherwise. Hmm. The, Some the, of them are that, nice. That widespread is your crime spree, then? I mean, it's not, like, widespread, but... <laughs> You know, I never really left the Alanistead territory, but, like, the nature of this game is you keep moving. Mm. That's very impressive. Now I'm like got... a shark that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, the two of you can keep chatting. There's nothing really, uh, huge going on. There's nothing suspicious happening in this tavern. Uh, just a, a, a town full of a bunch of happy people. It really, it really doesn't bother you to shoot unconscious Sam Hofstetter. <clears throat> um... You know, in a case such as that, we, we've got enough enemies, and our chances are only slowly improving just now. Um, I, uh, as many of them as we can take completely out of the picture, uh, I think is our best bet. And so it's more of a self-defense thing, I suppose. I'm not saying I won't think about it later, but but when it comes to me, you, or Pax, uh, and him, it's not that big of a comparison. I'm ready to be done with the Dead Man's Gang. 
And if uh, that takes uh, some underhanded measures, It bothers me that that's the calculus, right? Well, it's not a calculus that I put myself in. I, I, I appreciate you doing that all the same. Because I came to I'm, the same conclusion, and I don't know if I could have done it. And we both know that Pax wouldn't have done it. No, probably not. By the way, something going on between the two. <laughs> Some slight glances, and uh, you do seem to be clear. I'm always a bit of an outsider, a third wheel, but... <laughs> That's really... It's not by design, Kinsey. It's more like... Listen, I'm going to be straight with you. You're a bad liar. Oh, yes, yes. I'm terrible. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not a judgment on your character. It's just... If you... My read on it has been, if you know the plan and someone asks you about it, you cannot conceal it. <laughs> it's fair enough. Uh, I understand the reasoning, for sure. But listen, let me be clear. Like, We have been in situations where I have had to trust you with my life. And I trust you with my life. Just not if you have to lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm sticking with you. Oh. I think you cut out, cut out enough there that we definitely couldn't hear. You said sticking. I said, that's why I'm sticking with you, I suppose. I mean, the three of us make a, make a hell of a team. Yeah. Listen, I don't... There's not something going on between me and Pax. There is clearly oh, okay. something wild going on between the two of you. <laughs> and, like... It's gotta stop. You understand what's at stake here. You are arguing like teenagers. <laughs> yeah, this is a fair point. I did... I, you know, I really didn't mean to call her... Well... I meant to at the time, but uh, I think tensions were high, and I had a misunderstanding as to what the entire plan was. Uh, but I'm also not very good at appalling, so that's just kind of where I was stuck at the moment. Kinsey, it's just two words. You just gotta say two words. You can say two words. You've said at least ten in this conversation. <laughs> I can say two words, yes. That's a fair enough point. All right. Please do that. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're well, welcome. I'll get another round for us. It takes a little while before you can get the bartender's attention again, then she... Very quickly, like, uh, pours you another drink, um, uh, and then moves back to, like, chatting with the locals. Um, yeah, Pax, the surgery is a success. Um, Leonard Yen, uh, 
Only has one arm now. His left arm is completely gone. Cut off at the shoulder. Um, the doctor puts like a like a wrap on it that kind of like seals to his skin a little bit and like puts a lot of pressure on it and like keeps the fl- the blood flow like uh, from like stymieing and like uh, uh, like she goes all right and um, when this dissolves you should it should be all good. Okay. Um, he's gonna it's gonna take some adjustment, um, but. You know, y'all don't seem like the kind of people who are going to be in town for long, so I don't suppose I'm going to be overseeing his recovery. Probably not. Can, um, I, how much do I owe you? Well, she says, like, you know, wiping like the last of the blood off her hand and then she like sits there for a second she goes i mean he is a marshal so you know i'm not looking to she like grins slightly and she goes charge him too much <laughs> and she doesn't giggle like an idiot like I do. Um, <laughs> not looking to charge him too much. <coughs> um, so he got five spurs. That'll go a long way around here. Well, what would you actually charge? It's all case by case. I mean, I'm just I just need to make it through the month. You know, it's, I don't, I don't scale up a lot. Um, I suppose, you know, the supplies I've used would run me probably eight to 12 spurs at least. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's more than enough. I can restock my supply. You know, my, uh, this is what I'm here for. My time ain't, ain't a premium. I'm happy to help. Um, well, uh... But five spurs will do fine. That will get that will get me a cube next time I go through town. Would you... Would you... Would... Seven and a grapple gun do it? <laughs> she chuckles at that. She goes, seven alone will do fine. I appreciate it. Okay. That's all. That's all. So here you go, and I'll give her my seven, my seven cubes that I couldn't buy on LRC. Seven spurs. Seven spurs. <laughs> I have zero cubes. And she goes. I appreciate it. Um, he can stay here for the night. I'll look. I'll look after him. Um, you are welcome to stay as well if you want to be there when he wakes up. Um, uh, but it's at least going to be probably until sunrise before he uh, he's fully awake. Um, I'm not sure those, uh, there isn't some danger to him still. So I think I'll stay here. All right. Well, yeah, it will be very early morning he might stir. 
Okay. It'll ache a little bit, but there's a, uh, uh, um, you know, painkillers weaved into the pe- press there, so uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't hurt him too much. It's mostly going to be phantom pains that are going to bother him the most. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just be over in the other room if you need me. Just holler. Uh, we'll do. And she, uh, uh, like grabs like a, a bottle of whiskey and walks out. Uh, so Roland and Kinsey, the night continues on. Pax does not return to the saloon. Uh. Yeah, I think after like a couple hours, um, I'll probably head back over to to the docks just to check on things, see how it's going. Sure. There's a knock on the door, Pax. Oh, all right, I'll take. A, I'll have like a gun behind the door. I'll open it. Roland. What? Don't scare me like that. I just knocked on the door. It's like. It's like so It's like 10.45. Okay, sorry. Um, is everything okay? Uh. He asked if everything was okay. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. I don't know if we can. We can hear you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah. And I'll. Uh, I'll be like. Um. They. The, the marshal lost his arm. Um. So, things are okay. But, but um. Less like, than great. Wait. Did they have to take it, or did she do a bad job? No, no. It was dead when we got here. Okay. That's... Less bad? I don't know. He's gonna be okay. But... um, He's, like, asleep with sedatives and stuff, so... um, I figured staying here in case, I don't know, the Ache seeks revenge. (laughs) So I figured it was better if I was here just to keep an eye. Okay. Well, uh, I suppose there's a spare room for you at the saloon. Um, If you change your mind, I'll hand you your key. Okay. Um, I, we, we get out of here when he wakes up. It depends what he wants to do. I don't know. I guess. Not like out of here without you, just like not. No, I, I figured. Room. We're not running away or anything. I know you're not, but if you're ever in this situation again, I wouldn't, you can just. You can stop before you say that part. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Stop being weird. Go with this. It's (laughs) 10.48. 
Listen, I don't need your time checks, okay? It's been a long time since there's been a bed or whatever, so. You can hang out with me here, or you can go do cool, fun, stealing people's money things, or whatever. I'm gonna do a grift while the marshal's over there. <laughs> I might do a grift while the marshal's over there, and I'm over Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I probably won't do a grift. Um... All right. Uh, Who am I asking for if I need you? I didn't give a name. Okay. okay. Uh, but I'm in this one. Okay. Great. Cool. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> does anyone get up to anything, or does everyone just kind of rest up for the night? I mean, if there's a poker table, I'll go play poker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's a couple. Uh, it's like not like a poker table, but it is a table where some people are playing poker. <laughs> That's a poker table in my book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they they're happy to have you join in. Um, uh, we'll do a, a, a large scale manipulation test here for to both not make these people think that you're like a con artist uh, lying about who you are and why you're in town and all that goodness. And also, maybe to win some of their money. <laughs> sure. Um, how much? How much money are you? Are you just like you're not? I mean, they're they're playing for like drinks mostly. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I'll put in like what is it? It's like a few drinks as a spur, basically. Yeah. I'll I'll sit down with like two spurs worth of chips. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not like here to like fleece people. It's mostly like. <laughs> I'm here to just like play a game, right? Yeah, yeah. This is, you're relaxing. I get it. Uh, you were up against a seven. <laughs> okay. If that's not like gambling destiny, I don't know what it is. I got three sevens. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you win a spur over the course of the night. You collectively win a spur, uh, and they buy whatever stories you tell them for who you are. Um, uh, uh, sure, you make, here you, I'm Brett. Yeah. You make you make a couple friends. Like not like, you know, significant friends, but like, you know, that that one night at a bar friends, right? They like after as you're playing, they like, you know, they buy you a drink or two and then you know they keep chatting with you. Uh, all, all four of these people, um, uh, work in the mine. Um, it seems like, uh, uh, for the most part, it's like the, it's this kind of weird thing where it's like, this town is split where like, you notice like they kind of like, as they're talking a bit about it, not like they're like giving you the story of the town, but like, you just kind of notice it through like what they say. It seems like everyone who works in the town is really young. Um, uh, and then everyone who, like, after people get old enough, like, they, they go and work in the mine for a little bit, and then they just retire. Um, and that's, like, kind of, like, the life cycle of people in this town. It's, like, you work in, at, like, you, you work in town starting, like, at, like, 12 years old, <laughs> and then you get to, like, 22 years old, and you go and work in the mine for, like, 10 years, and then you've broken your body, and you go, like, and then, like, just, like, 
live an easy life, maybe working in the mine every once in a while. <laughs> and that's how the sound gets by. Sure. Uh, yeah, and uh, Kinsey, what about you? You just hitting the hay, or, or are you staying up late doing, what no, doing anything? I, <clears throat> I think Kinsey's uh, hanging out in the bar, just uh, getting his conversation down, uh, uh, Telling old stories and uh, talking about the the various game and sports that one can play. Actually, it, it, it's a mining town. It, it shocks me that nobody's ever bowled for squonks. Bowled for squonks? <laughs> I've been bowling for squonks. Well, I'll tell you what. The only way to catch them is with a bowl. You see, as soon as they're scared, they die. So you take a bowl, you toss it at them. You've got to get it right underneath them so that as they're turning into water, they catch it in the bowl. You've never done this before. <laughs> a friend of mine developed his own design for a bowl. It starts out as a discus and you throw it like a frisbee, pops up underneath them. <laughs> now, there ain't no way. There ain't no way you get the whole squonk in the bowl. There ain't no way. You're making you can, this up. You, you can't. The squonk can't divide itself, you know? So, itself. So anything that splashes over tends to move back into the bowl. I'm telling you, it's the best. It's the most fun one can have. It's probably my favorite hunting. Georgie, Georgie, where'd you say you send them squonks in the mine? <laughs> <laughs> this fella here, he says he can catch a squonk in a bowl. Throw I'm right telling at you, him. I can do it. Georgie looks at you and goes, "Put your money where your mouth is, friend. I'll show you some squonks." <laughs> Oh, I've got three spurs right here. That... Uh, yeah, so they'll make a wager with you for uh, for uh, uh, your three spurs against three of them with one spur. <laughs> one, one spur each, right? And then you yeah. and three miners go into, like, a, a, a wing of, like, the top level of the mine. And, uh, and let's roll a survival check, see if you can find some squawks to throw a bowl at. <laughs> For those of you uh, <laughs> watching at home, a squonk is a creature um, that can turn into water and manifest when it's scared. You know, like you do. Like you do. It's extremely salty. Yeah, you can't drink it. It's bad. I mean, listen. You can drink anything that's liquid. Whether or not it's fine when you do... That's a different thing. No, it's just like you're, <laughs> part of it is like you immediately throw up. <laughs> Am I recalling an aspect of? Uh, no, this isn't like a knowledge check or anything like that. All right. So you're not you're not uh, you're not getting any bonuses for like recalling aspects of nature. This is more practical skill. <laughs> uh, that's three hits with a high of an. A high of what? Eleven. Oh wow, yeah. So uh, uh, eventually, like uh, you're shining, like you're shining some lights through, and eventually, like you you hear some rustling, and sure enough, you see a squonk uh, come around the uh, the corner and, and like see you and like scurry scurry down um, uh, down a little ways. Um, yeah. Squonk is kind of like a little uh, sort of like bipedal uh, uh, short creature. Super like wrinkly and like grotesque in its face. It's like oh, like pug like kind of ugly face. Big like dark eyes and like little sharp like uh, teeth that you know are are actually poisonous. Um, 
uh, and uh, it like kind of like it's like <laughs> and like goes running off. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, you eventually are able to, like, corner, corner a squonk, and then, like, you, like, get all of the, like, the three miners to, like, hang back. And they're, like, watching from, like, down a tunnel as you creep up on the squonk, because you can't, you know, it will turn into water if it knows you're coming. That's and right. then And then you have a, a bowl that you, like, took from the saloon at the ready, and uh, uh, you uh, throw it, and it, like, clangs on the ground. The squonk's like, ah! and jumps up in the air and turns into water, and then, like, the bowl, like, kind of stops. And they come running over and like shine their lights in it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm all be damned!" What did I tell you? Bowling for squonks! Oh, oh, show me, give me, do it again. Show me your technique. <laughs> We're gonna take the boys, uh, uh, all the boys' money later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they they have you like bowl a couple more squonks, and they give it a try, and you have a, a fun time with these miners. And this. See, the trick is to go underhanded there, right? So you get a little bit of. <laughs> Not too much. Uh, and then, like, at a certain point, there's, like, uh, they're, like, wait, wait, hush, hush, hush. And they, like, hear, like, movement in one of the mine shafts. And they're, like, it's foreman. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> cheese it. Cheese it. <laughs> so, yeah, the three of you, like, like kind of chuckling and giggling and running out drunkenly of the, out of this mine uh, as the foreman is, like, investigating the noise, thinking someone's in the mine after dark. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, everyone can have a grip for excellent roleplay during all these scenes, for sure. Um, also, you all should have gotten a grip for surviving a potentially life-threatening situation earlier in the game. I believe so. You know oh, what? I also just showed someone how to survive. Uh, sure. <laughs> well, like, I mean, you, yeah, it's... Survive is, is a stretch, but it is... You just said they were poisonous, didn't you? Yeah, but that doesn't... That's not... You don't have to do anything to make a squonk turn into water. <laughs> well, but what if you need to catch a squonk for their the, the venom from their fangs? Yeah. Because someone you did teach them... You, did, you taught someone some outdoor skills? <laughs> I will give you the XP. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and then the night passes without much incident. Um, everyone who's resting, um, you can regain uh, hit points equal um, to your um, uh, durability stat. Uh, and uh, right before the sun is rising, Pax, you wake up to... Uh, the marshal stirring kind of like sits up and like like lets out like an involuntary like grunt and like kind of wakes you up he's like kind of sitting there and he's like looking at his arm and he sees you he goes hey hi how you doing I could use a drink you know I don't know if that's allowed, but I'll get you one. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's like I said, there's a couple bottles of whiskey in uh, uh, in the in the pantry there, so you grab a bottle, pour a glass. He's like, "Thanks." He like slams it, sets it down. And he goes, "Whole damn arm, huh?" Yeah. Well. At least it ain't my shooting arm, I guess. 
Yeah. Now you can get a cool mechanical one. We all have to. But uh, I ain't looking forward to it. Thanks for waking me up. Yeah. Um, but but uh, you don't have to sit here and, and look after me. If uh, I mean that's that chair looks comfy, but surely you could get a bed in the saloon. Uh, yeah, Roland. Uh, Roland got me one. I just wanted to make sure you were okay or whatever after. There was like a lot of blood, so I don't. Feels it felt serious, or something. Feels serious. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I gotta ask Pax. What are you doing with these two? Roland and Kinsey. I mean. They, they ain't the same kind of person you are, right? I mean, I, I understand, you know, your circumstances, why you, you know, took the law into your own hands and, I mean, indentured servitude is an unfortunate reality of the judicial system and i mean you ain't I, I mean i looked at your your the report for your crimes and i mean i i think you're you're someone who just kind of got ate up by the system right it makes sense to me why you're on the run but that Roland character he's just he's the kind of you know he's a grifter he's in it for himself and Kinsey, I mean, you saw, he didn't even hesitate to shoot Hofstetter. I mean, he didn't leave a lot of bodies behind her while he was rustling, but he left a few. Yeah, well, there, you know, no saving me. So, like, before I go out, maybe I can save a couple people, you know, like you and and Roland is selfish, but he's and he's not good, but he's not bad, you know. And 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 Kinsey just doesn't get people. He just doesn't, he doesn't get, like, that the things that he does are bad. Like, he understands that they're bad, but he doesn't get why, and it doesn't occur to him to think about it ahead of time. They, they could be better. I don't know that I could save them, but I could, I could give them a chance to be better. 
Like, if I get caught, that's it. It's done. That ain't your responsibility. But what am I going to do? You know? Like, I'm not going to, like, go out and have a family and then pass on my debt to them like my mom did to me. So... So like, and you know, I'm not changing the system. So. I mean, you get out of the territory, right? It'll be hard pressed to find you. But, I mean, they do, right? Eventually. Eventually, they do. The way I see it, there ain't no such thing as perfect existence. Not on this planet. Not in this world. Alright, you gotta make do with what you got. And, you know, find peace. Find a way to live clean. I don't think those two know how to do that. They're better now than they were. And and honestly, Marshall, I'm not like I'm I'm already dead. So it does. So what's the? Why not spend my time trying trying to do just one more good thing? I'm a good person, but that doesn't matter. So maybe if I can make some bad people a little less bad, that's enough. I think there's a way you get out of this, right? No. People like Roland and Kinsey, they're going to cause trouble where they go, but you could be sensible. You could get out, get away. I'd be dead, but for both of them. They saved me. They saved me so I could save you. It's exactly that kind of mentality that gets people stuck in gangs like the Dead Man Gang. You think everyone, every person in that gang was just through and through a bad person? No, they felt... A kinship to each other and, and felt like they owed each other for looking out for one another but that gets you that 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 happens through circumstance right that just means someone who was nearby when something went bad you're just stuck with them for the rest of your life you want to know why the dead man's gang seems to have it in for me because i'll tell you it ain't it ain't a new thing Uh, we have history. My ma won't talk about it much, but I had a little brother. His name was Howard. He ran away when we were just kids. I only found out he was alive a few years ago. And that's when I found out he was a member of the Dead Man's Gang. 
I was already marshaled by then, so tracked him down. Tried to bring him back home. But he wasn't interested. These people looked out for him. These people were his family. He wasn't like them. But because they were around when things were tough for him, he just decided to go all in with them. I thought I could force him back home, bringing the dead man's gang to justice. I mean, I figure if he gets put into the, into the servitude system, we could keep him near home. He'd have some some form of stability in life. He wouldn't just get out there and get himself killed. But that's... Arresting these bastards is easier said than done. Now, I lost their trail a few months back. They went real quiet. And that's when that... thing showed up on my doorstep. A box. Map. <laughs> yeah. It's a map, all right. Half of one, anyways. Yeah, it's me. It's horse shit. But don't matter what I think. Rufus Nash, he believes in it. He's willing to kill for it. My brother sent me that map with a message saying he'd seen Nash for who he really was. Like everything I had said to him just suddenly sunk in. And he begged me to keep it away from him. He turned against Rufus. And he paid the price. Almost instantly. And Rufus made sure that I knew my brother was dead. For what he'd done. And like a fool I went looking for revenge. And apparently just fell right into Rufus's trap. Like a damn idiot. I, my brother said, keep the map away. I thought it was safer with me than somewhere else. And that swept all you up in this. All because my brother felt a loyalty to that gang because of poor circumstance. It's a big enough world. You can go find your own way. You don't have to be a part of this. Marshall, do you actually think that you and Kinsey and do you think the three of you could even one more day Could even do you, what? You think that would happen? It's, it's not. That's not how it works. Kinsey can chew, but he's a big old baby, and the second he gets hit, he's down. Roland is completely, completely incompetent when it comes to a fight. He, if he can't talk his way out of it, and you, sorry, Marshall. You've only got one arm right now. Rufus Nash walks in here with Rosa Valantes and that giant man. Do you really think 
that you live, that that box that your brother died for is safe. Whatever that map is to, or whatever, doesn't really matter, right? What matters is ending the dead man's gang. So if you honestly today can tell me that if Rufus Nash walked into town looking for Samuel Hofstetter, that you would be okay, I'll leave. So I guess the question is, are you going to lie to me or not? Yeah. Holds out the glass and goes, I'll take another drink. Or I'm another Shut the fuck up with these patronizing men. You call me and think I can't do things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drinks that, sets it down and goes, all I'm saying is you don't have to go to the ends of the earth because you had to share a cell with Roland for two hours on a row. Roland's going to find a grip. That'll take him away. Kinsey's going to find some hunt. It's going to take him away. They're going to leave me. And when they do, I'll figure it out. I'll probably be dead. But if I'm still alive, I'll figure it out. Rather you weren't. Dead Man's Gang's taken enough lives. Dead Man's Gang isn't going to take my life. The lot. Hope you're right. Hey, who? I should get some shut eye. This thing itches. Yeah, do you want a real bet? Uh, no, this couch will do just fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay here for a bit. You go in the saloon and make sure those two don't get in any trouble. We'll figure out what to do tomorrow morning. See if the sheriff got back to us. Okay. Don't suppose you want as you're like as you're like walking out. Don't suppose you want to tell me where it is. The lockbox. <laughs> Couldn't it even if I wanted to. Yeah. Yep. Night packs. Night Marshall. That's more in the session. <laughs>